0: Quran Al-Karim and today's copies of the Torah and the Bible. Today's copies of the Torah and the Bible. Today's world contains three major religions holding a belief in the existence of Allah Ta'ala, Judaism, Christianity and Islam. The international statistics obtained in 1979 indicated 900 million Christians, 600 million Muslims and 15 million Jews living on the earth. The remaining population, more than 2 billion, consisted of Buddhists, Hindus, Brahmins, and the like, whose religious credos do not recognize the concept of Allah, idolaters, fire worshippers, people worshipping the sun, and atheists. According to some recent American publications, the Muslim population was 900, not 600 million in fact according to a statistical study published in 1980 by cesi centro editoriale studi islamici in rome there were 865.3 million muslims on the earth 592.3 million in asia 245.5 million in africa 21 million in europe 6 million in america and Canada and 0.5 million in Australia. According to a book entitled Islam and published in English in 1984 by the Islamic Centre called the Muslim Educational Trust, there are 1 billion and 57 million Muslims living on the earth today. The book also gives the numbers of Muslims living in the 46 different Muslim countries as well as those in the other countries of the world. The statistics show that these numbers are on the increase. The number of countries with more than 50% Muslim population is 57 as of today. It is a deplorable fact that today when we are in the beginning of the 21st century there are still people worshipping idols. On the other hand, some of the votaries of the three major religions professing belief in the existence of Allah have lost their belief entirely, for there are no longer any true murshids or guides to lead them. It is impossible for those ignorant men of religion who lack the necessary religious and scientific knowledge to imbue love for Islam into a younger generation who are educated with scientific teachings leading them to salvation requires open-minded guides equipped with a powerful religious background reinforced with most up-to-date scientific knowledge our aim in this chapter is to launch an objective quest for the true religion of Allah to carry on a scientific research to determine which one of the two great holy books meaning the Torah and the Bible Versus the Quran al-Kirim is the true book of Allah and to show the right way to those who falter in this respect. We would like to assure our readers that these studies have been carried on in quite an impartial way. The two major religious books we have examined are the Holy Bible, which comprises what exists in the name of the Torah and today's Gospels and the Quran al-Kirim the torah which was merged with the holy bible under the name the old testament has been considered within the bible in the course of these studies in other words the book we have examined is the holy bible evangelium which today's crescendo holds as the real injil the holy bible is not only one book first of all it contains the old testament Its second part, the New Testament, consists of the Gospels written by Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. The Acts of the Apostles written by Luke. The Epistles written by Paul, James, Peter and John and Revelation. The Old Testament consists of three sections the first section which is considered to be the torah revealed to musa alayhi covers five books genesis exodus leviticus numbers and deuteronomy the second edition is called nebim or prophets and is composed of two divisions or former prophets and latter prophets their names are joshua judges samuel the first Samuel II, Kings First, Kings Second, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. The third section, Ketubim, or Books, Writings, consists of Zalms, which are attributed to Dawud, or David, Salam. Proverbs of Solomon, The Song of Songs, Ecclesiastes, Ruth, Esther, Job, Jeremiah, Lamentations of Jeremiah, Daniel, Ezra, Nehemiah, Chronicles 1 and Chronicles 2. Who hold the tenets written in all these books? Fanatical Jews and Christians who are always controversial with each other although they believe in the same holy book. They claim that the statements in these books are the word of Allah. However, an attentive examination of these books will bring one to the inescapable conclusion that the statements in them originate from the following three sources. One, some of them may be the word of Allah. For in these passages, Allah Ta'ala himself addresses humanity. For instance, I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Saviour. Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God, and there is none else. We presume that these passages were taken from the heavenly books revealed to those prophets sent to the Israelites. As due attention will show, Allah declares in these passages that He is One, which means that other gods, such as the Son and the Holy Ghost, are out of the question, that He sent the Prophets and that there is no God except Him. Now let us take a look at the second possible source of the Holy Bible. 2. The statements in this second source may have been made by Prophets. For instance, and about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, "Eli, Eli, lama sabash Thani, That is to say, "My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me?" And Jesus answered him, "The first of all commandments is, Hear, O Israel: The Lord our God is one Lord. Please pay attention to this point." there is still no reference to the Son or the Holy Ghost. And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. These statements, alleged to have been made by Isa or Jesus, may belong to Prophets. This comes to mean that the words of Allah Ta'ala and Prophets statements have been merged with one another in the Holy Bible. In contrast, Muslims have separated the words of Allah Ta'ala from the statements made by the Prophet and compiled Prophets wa utterances under the appellation hadith sharif in separate literature. Now let us come to the third group of statements in the Holy Bible. 3. Some of the statements in this group were made by the Apostles of Isa and tell about the events in which that great prophet was involved some of them were made by some people some of them are narrations conveyed by some historians and others are events with unknown narrators let us give an example and seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves he came if haply he might find anything thereon and when he came to it he found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. In this verse, a person conveys an incident in which someone else is involved. The person who conveys the incident is not known, yet it is hinted that the person who goes near the fig tree is Isa. However, Mark, who wrote these lines, had never seen Isa. Another oddity here is that in the following verse or the 14th verse Isa invokes a malediction on the fig tree so that it will never yield any fruit. It is an inconceivable paradox. It is beyond a fig tree to give fruit prematurely. It would have been contrary to reason, to knowledge, to science, and to the religious canon for a prophet to accurs a fig tree which is only a helpless creature of Allah Ta'ala, because it would not give fruit prematurely. In most parts of the existing copies of the Holy Bible there are quite a number of statements without a certain identity on the part of the person who made them but with all the necessary material suggestive of the fact that they are man-made. It is therefore impossible to accept them as the word of Allah. Now let us put our hand on our heart and ponder. Can a book containing partly words of Allah, partly a prophet's utterances, and mostly narratives conveyed by various people be accepted as the word of Allah? In fact, the sundry errors in their parts which we have classified as man-made the differing accounts given about the same events, the incongruity of the scores and numbers given which will be dealt with later in the text and the mistakes will be pointed out, add corroborative evidence to the plain fact that today's copies of the Torah and the Bible are human fabrications. Muslim's holy book, the Qur'an al-Kerim, declares, as is perpetrated in the 82nd Ayat-i Karima of the Nisa Surah, will they still not think that the Qur'an al-Kerim is the Word of Allah and meditate over its meaning? The Qur'an al-Kerim is the Word of Allah. Were it not the case, it would definitely contain inconsistencies. How true it is! The inconsistencies in the Holy Bible indicate that it is a human utterance. Furthermore, as we shall enlarge on later, the copies of the Torah and the Bible have been examined, corrected, altered, amended, and, in short, changed from one shape into another by various councils and synods. Can the word of Allah be corrected? Since the Qur'an al karim was revealed up to our time, not a single letter in it has been changed as we shall see in the division allotted to the Qur'an al-Karim, no effort has been spared to accomplish this end. That the Qur'an al-Karim has not been changed until now is a fact which the most bigoted Christian clergymen acknowledge, though with fierce jealousy. The word of Allah will be so. It will never change.